In a world filled with spyware, ransomware, fish, and more, we need you to be the hero. In this podcast, information protection and security is bringing new ways to fight back against the dangerous actors looking to do digital and physical harm. We'll give you everything you need to know on a different topic of risk every month. Coming to you from IPS with love. Welcome. Today our guest is Judith Meyer, AVP of Business Risk Solutions uh, and Mama Four. She's going to talk to us today about cyberbullying. Just like in real life, bullying can happen to both adults and children. So welcome, Judith. Thank you. Uh, Can you start by talking a little bit about the definition? What is cyberbullying? Yeah, thank you. You know, bullying is really, in general, it's that aggressive, unwanted behavior where I'm also trying to um, provide some kind of power over you, that ultimately I'm, I'm better than you, right? Mm. And there's this fine line, right? Kids are mean, right? They <laughs> say things, but that's where it really draws that line of I, I'm providing some kind of power over someone else. And certainly then that bullying could be physical, social, um, and it, through our cyber environment. Right, right. How does... Um... How does the cyber environment and being online, the digital environment, I guess, make it easier to be a bully? Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's easy to say something when uh, that other person is not right into your face. Mm -hmm. Um, Certainly, you can pretend to be other people, so you don't even have to say it in your own name or your own space. Um, And all the technology that's available to children now starting as young as six, seven, Mm -hmm. eight years old you know, you can send text messages, you can be on social media sites, the gaming opportunities with the chats that are available. Uh, the opportunities are endless and they see those as ways to communicate with somebody, not just uh, in a friendly way necessarily. Right, and I've always thought too um, that when you bully someone in person, you deal with their immediate reaction, right? If you criticize someone, you see their face fall, maybe you see them cry, but the online that's removed, right? So maybe that makes it a little easier to be meaner than you would be in person or bolder. Right, I, I, I definitely see that not just in children, but with adults, um, mm. you know, I think about, I would never really confront somebody in person in a, a lot of ways, um, but, and then I read some of the things that people write that are just, wow, like jaw dropping. Mm. How, how did you even type that? You know, much less think someone's going to read this. And not only the person who I intended to read it, read it, but 30,000 other people, you know, also have the opportunity to read it or forward it on to someone else and really see it spread. Right. And that's a great thing to keep in mind that it may feel that you're having a conversation with this one person, similar to how you would in person, but online, you don't know how many people are seeing it. And I mean, for most of the time, we always say once it's out there, it's out there forever. Absolutely. So if you do something in the heat of the moment, it might be better to think twice. That's right. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. So now that we have an idea of what cyberbullying is and not much different than really in-person bullying, um, can you talk about any signs to look for that someone, um, someone you know or your own child might be being cyberbullied. Yes, and you mentioned I have four children. So two in college, one in high school, one in middle school. So run the gamut there. And the key to it to that is knowing what's 
sort of normal behavior for them at each of their mm. different ages. Certainly my 11 year old behaves very differently than my 21 year old. So when I know what normal behavior looks like, that's when I can look for those signs of maybe what's not normal, right? Mm -hmm. And so for my 11 year old, yes, she likes to watch YouTube videos on hours on end. So if she ended up sitting on the couch with me for hours on end, I might be scratching my head like, is there something wrong? Mm -hmm. But also recognizing again in middle school, the way kids treat each other are very different than high school or college mm -hmm. where they're more adults and they treat each other in a different way. So really trying to understand, you know, is she blowing something out of proportion? Is this mm -hmm. just that phase uh, <laughs> that she's in or is there a real problem here? So again, it, you know, knowing your own child's personality, are they normally upbeat and now they're recluse and not coming out of their room? You know, what just is something just different? Mm -hmm. um, that would be a, a number one sign. Uh, I don't know an 11 year old who isn't looking at some device 24 seven, it feels like. Um, so if they weren't, then I would definitely, mm -hmm. that would be raising a red flag. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think my daughter could look at an iPad anymore. She does. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think uh, you've mentioned to me too, as you talk about looking for different behavior, if they're suddenly hiding their device or don't yes. want to share it with you, yes. you ask, hey, what are you watching? And they don't want to let you know. They get kind of secretive. Um, that might be a sign that yes. there's something they're embarrassed about or something is up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Right. And again, that it's not specific to cyber, right? Mm. You know, we used to handwrite notes, right? <laughs> and we'd had those when our parents would come in the room. So as parents, you have those intuitions or or whatever family members or, you know, however you're connected and you see someone, a, a child that, you know, it's like, wait a minute, this isn't right. This is strange. You you trust those spidey senses mm. to say, I really need to dig into this a little more. Well, and I I love how you talked about, too, it's not just a matter of when you see these signs to talk to your children or to talk to anyone that you should really be talking about cyberbullying before it happens. Absolutely. So that's a tough discussion. How do you yes. broach the topic um, and at what age? Yeah, uh, if they have a, a device, if you're entrusting them with a phone or a game, that's whatever age hmm. it is, right? And it is that upfront conversation before it becomes a problem, right? If you wait till something happens, then they feel in the spotlight and you're, mm. you know, maybe accusing them or something and they become defensive. But if you broach that up front and, and especially as an adult to, to kids, it's easy to say, hey, I had a friend talking about their child going through this. Have you ever seen it? Right. To, to start that conversation of, oh, I just read an article about cyberbullying. Let's talk about that. Like, what does that even mean? Play dumb, right, as a parent and let the child share what information that they know mm -hmm. just to get the conversation started. And the same way that you would, you know, give your child advice of if you see a stranger or someone's trying to peer pressure you into doing something, you know, here's the skills you have to respond. This is just another one of those topics to say, hey, this is you might experience this and here's what you might do about it. And I'm here to listen and I, I want you to I'm not going to think bad about you. I'm mm -hmm. not going to, you know, uh, ask you to defend yourself, but let's talk about it up front. So now when it, if and when it does happen, we know how to respond. That's great. I love that idea of broaching it first before it's even in the room. That's right. <laughs> but then what happens? Yeah. When it does come in the room, yeah. when maybe your child comes to you and shows you something or you somehow discover they have been being cyber bullied, what right. are some things to do? I mean, the first thing is to let them feel heard and seen. 
right? Sometimes as parents, we immediately jump to, well, well, did you do this? Is this your fault? Or, you know, <laughs> what, what is causing that? But just listen, number one, right? And, and then really talk about how it's making them feel um, and what they might recommend that you do next, right? So mm. sometimes our, our children want us to jump in and save the day like James Bond, but sometimes <laughs> they want us to stay out of their space and not make it worse for them. And, and that's a conversation as well. So obviously we wanna protect our children, but we don't wanna make a situation worse. So again, mm -hmm. just having that conversation and saying, how's this making you feel? What can I do about it? And checking in and really high alert for those other signs now of, mm. is there more to this than even they're letting on? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So certainly if you see someone else being cyber bullied, how ways you can help, but what if you're a victim? What if you feel like you've been cyber bullied? What are some things to do or not do? Yes. Well, I, I think the first thing is to assess your own self too, right? Is this really affecting me? And really, and I'm not saying blow it off, but really, you know, is this really affecting me or should I just let it go, move on? If it's repeated, absolutely, mm. right? This is now I've I can't live like this. I, I don't want to live like this. This isn't right. Then you may have to take actions. You may have to block people on social media, right? Mm -hmm. You just get it out of your space and not even see it. You may have to report it to somebody, to the school teacher, to, you know, another family member, even an older sibling sometimes that mm -hmm. kids feel they could trust more than a parent. Um, and as an adult, right, you may just have to call up that person and say like, hey, this is getting a little out of hand. We Let's have a face-to-face conversation mm. um but you have to know what you're willing to to go for and to handle um but i will say doing nothing is a decision mm -hmm. and it may or may not stop it from happening again right right and, and i know you said to me too um uh, i love the idea of calling them up because you don't want to reply or really start a whole conversation in that format um that the bully has started, right? Because that gives oh, them yes. the power. Yes. That's exactly what they want. They want attention. Um, so if you feel you can't just ignore it, That's right. find a way to confront them, but in a different way. Yes, uh, they can't forward a conversation, right? They can <laughs> screenshot a text and screenshot mm. or social media. Everybody in the community can read it. But a, a good old fashioned one-on-one -on -one conversation, it's back to the he said, she said. Mm -hmm. Right, and they might be a little more reasonable if That's it's just right. the two of you yes. together. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, this has been great, Judith. You've really given us some, some solid tips and shown that you don't need to be a secret agent to no. figure out how yes. to fight cyberbullying. Yes. Uh, but in keeping with our theme, do you have a favorite spy of TV or movies of the three JBs that are out there? And I'm talking, of course, about Bond, Bauer, or Bourne. I'm going to have to go with Bourne. Bourne uh, is your Those favorite. are the movies that I, I've seen the most of. I mean, if you didn't limit me, I think I'd go with Inspector Gadget. Oh, surprising. Dating myself. <laughs> okay, bit. okay. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, you can watch more from IPS with Love episodes on Media Connect. And for more information on cyberbullying, go to Atlas Connect and search bullying. <laughs>